Hi folks, welcome into a dual podcast, Pro Football Ireland, Jeff Ryan Bolt Show. Jeff, uh, delighted to see you again, my friend. How are you doing? You good? You too. We're in the midst of training camp, Michael. It's week, uh, I mean, it's day nine today. And it's like training camp is like Groundhog's Day. Every day just seemed like the same. Um, got a week before our first preseason game, so we got a lot of stuff to do. Um, it's funny because like you are a hard man to get a hold of at the minute, Jeff. Like you're, you're very, very busy. Um, so it's it's good to see you. Like, how, how is, I guess you know, just while we're here, you know, pe- pe- people listening on either podcast feed here, uh, Sunday morning, you're back in Canada. Can can you confirm where you are yet, or are you just? I'm in Hamilton and with the Tiger Cats, and like I say, week uh, excuse me, day nine of training camp, and um, this has we have a chance to be a pretty good little football team, I think, and uh, we brought in some veteran players to fill some gaps in free agency and drafted, I think, some pretty good rookies that have a chance to play. And, um, you know, and then we've uh, got two really, I think, good global players. We've got an Australian punter, I think, who will make make our football team better. And then we've got a American Samoan linebacker who played for us at the University of Hawaii, Pene Pavi'i, who will, I think has a chance to be a really good player in this league. If you search, or if you're watching this live, folks, if you search Jeff Reinbold's show, you can comment live, so feel free to give us a shout. Uh, Jeff, we're, we're going to have a bit of fun today. We're going to look at the week one slip after the schedule has been released, and we're going to like. Oh, no, this this one of those. This is one of those way too early predictions deals. So uh, let's go. Exactly, exactly, and that, that's literally the title of this podcast. So thank you very much for that, Jeffrey. Uh, right, way too early predictions. Lions, Chiefs. I don't see any scenario on the NFL kickoff in September where Don Campbell goes in and beats the Chiefs. Like I, I know we got all this hype from last year and the Lions, in my opinion, were robbed at the end of last season. They deserved to at least have a chance in the playoffs. Um, but it didn't happen for them. It's it's intriguing to see what sort of steps up they're going to take. They're obviously going up against the Chiefs who are going to be unveiling the banner night one. I can see Jeff by the NFL have not picked different games because they want to keep like the, the Bengals, the Bills, whatever, down the stretch. Um or I thought they might have done the Chargers, but then it is what it is. So it's it's like look, it's it's an interesting game. I think fans will just be happy to have the league back, so they're happy enough with any game. I don't see a scenario where, where Detroit wins that game. Tell me otherwise. I think this is going to be a kind of a measuring stick game for exactly who the Lions are. They you know they they, they came out of nowhere last year. They were the darlings of you know hard knocks. Everybody fell in love with them, and you know, but you know now. No, they're no secret anymore, and there's high expectations or, or higher expectations in Detroit. And uh, I think they'll be a better football team. I don't think they're going to be good enough to go into Kansas City and beat Kansas City in week one, but I think they'll be competitive. And what I'm interested in is just how much that defense has improved. Absolutely. Let's see what happens week one. Uh, right. So we're just going to bomb through this. Sunday, Sunday, September the 10th. I think I've done this last year as well, so it's good to look back on this in September. But Panthers, who had the number one pick going up against the Falcons, who don't say it out loud, Jeff, but is there a quarterback battle there happening in Atlanta? I, I, I can't choose this game, but something tells me the Falcons are going to take a step up. They've got Bijan Robinson also. I think Taylor Heineke will eventually beat out Desmond Ritter for that starting spot, whether it takes five to six weeks or whatever, I, I think genuinely, I think Heineke will be QB1 Washington style by, by the middle of October, end of October. Um, I'm going to take the Falcons win in week one. 
I think so too, Mike. I, I think the Falcons will win. They're they're further along in their rebuild. They've had more time in their rebuild than the than Carolina has. It'll be exciting for everybody to see Bryce Harper. Everything that I've heard from guys down there is that he is the real deal, and uh, you know, Bryce Young rather. And you know, it'll be it'll be interesting. Shout out to Owen Hurley watching this on YouTube. Thanks, mate. Houston at Baltimore. I mean, where do we even start here? Because Houston are like in the next form of a rebuild in the sense of they brought in a guy that knows the team. Uh, Lamar Jackson's contract's done. I'm just going to say Baltimore because it's in Baltimore. We're going to see the Ravens in London this year. Is this an easy Baltimore win? I don't think there's no easy wins in the National Football League. <laughs> this is, this is, I think this is a game Baltimore win. Fascinating to see what, you know, Todd Munkin's offense will look like in week one. This is spoken like a man that's sitting in training camp at the minute. There's no easy wins. Um, <laughs> the one that really gets me is Cincinnati going up against Cleveland. In Cleveland, you've got Deshaun Watson, who now has an offseason under his back after playing for a while, the first time in a while. Sketchy enough in some games last year, but still, it was going to take him time coming back in. I look at this as the potential banana slip week one, where it's like if the Bengals did lose, they move on. And they, you know, they find form throughout. Um, I'm going to say, Jeff, on the 21st of May right now, I'm going to say I think Cleveland beat Cincinnati week one in the dog pond. And I'm going to tell you on May 21st <laughs> that your week one prediction is wrong. I think, Cincinnati, <laughs> I think Cincinnati's too good a football team. There's a TikTok reel on Instagram reel. Hi, everyone. Follow me and Jeff on Instagram. Uh, Jacksonville, Indianapolis. Um, both teams in London, the Jaguars are in twice. We've actually got a question coming up with somebody talking about the Jaguars. Um, this is really interesting because you've got Richardson coming in the quarterback, Jeff, and we talked about him prior to the draft. The atmosphere for Colts fans in Indy that day is roof open or not is going to be electric because they're going to have serious expectation. I'm going to say the Jags win. I think the Jags go into Indianapolis with Trevor Lawrence and win week one, man. Boom. Well, you know, Mike, Indian, Indianapolis was a mess last year. I mean, they were had guys hurt. They had the quarterback issue, the Jeff Saturday issue, the, all of that. I think it's a fresh start for Indianapolis. I think they'll be better. I don't know if they're going to be that good, but I do think they'll be better. But Jacksonville now uh, is in the second year of the, of the uh, Peterson regime, and I, I think that, you know, they're, they're going to be tough to beat. We're almost there, Jeff. Don't worry. Um Tampa Bay, Minnesota. This game is in in Minneapolis. I know you love Minneapolis, Jeff. If I had the picture, I'd put it on the screen right now, but I don't. Um, <laughs> can't wait. This is Super Bowl there again. This is intriguing because the Bucks are clearly starting the game almost with some elements of their team. The Vikings and Kirk Cousins and certain... I mean, will we see Dalvin Cook at running back at the start of the season for the Vikings? I mean, obviously, I think the Vikings will win this game, but it could be close enough, like depending on how the Bucks play. Well, I think I think Minnesota will win this game. You know, everybody, and I get it, the fact that he doesn't have a great playoff resume, but Kirk Cousins has thrown for over 4,000 yards a number of times in his career. And, you know, I think he's an underrated talent. Minnesota's tough to beat at home, so I would take Minnesota. Am I right in thinking week one last year was that game in, in, in Minneapolis against the Packers and they decimated them? Do you remember that? Was that was that, I think it was week one or week two, but the Vikings came out and that's the sort of team they are, Jeff. They come in and they just play really well for the first seven or eight weeks and then they're up and down like a yo-yo, but let's see what happens this year. Um, 
I'd love to know your thoughts on the Titans as we enter the season because there are question marks there. I mean, more so than usual. Going to New Orleans and playing the Saints and you got Derek Carr in a home debut for the Saints. I'm going to say I think Derek Carr will go in and win week one against the Titans. Hell of a start for him if that's, if that's the case. You almost forget that Derek Carr's went to the Saints. There's been that much stuff happening this offseason, Jeff. Yeah, but, you know, I think when you look at the Titans, the, everybody says the Titans are in this full-blown rebuild. I think they're in a retool, not a rebuild. You know, they've still got some very good football players. Simmons on the defensive line. They, You know, King Henry's still there. They, You know, I think that the quarterback will be back healthy. He was hurt all last year, nicked up all last year. New Orleans is a tough place to play, though, Mike. And, and uh, you know, they don't lose much at home. This is a big year for Dennis Allen. He needs to get it done this year. And that Derek Carr being in there is certainly going to upgrade their quarterback room. So I'm not taking Saints at home. For me, this is one of the standout games of week one. It's the Niners after the season that they had last year going up against the Steelers in Pittsburgh with the expectation on how much can Kenny pick going to year two. I think this is going to be an like This game better be in Sky, Jeff, and I'm calling them out now publicly on this podcast. I, I think it's going to be the best game in the early slot. I can't call it, but I'm going to say the Niners edge it. But uh, we don't know who's playing a quarterback. Like, as of right now, we, there's people going to ask questions on Trent Lance here. We genuinely don't know who's going to be starting a quarterback week one for the Niners. So I guess I could say the Steelers go in home opener, momentum behind them, and they I, get the, the win. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, you look at this one as the 49ers still have an awful lot of good football players. I mean, a mm. lot of football players. The big question is quarterback. Can Purdy come back off that elbow? word I have gotten is that he's ahead of schedule. How much has Trey Lance improved? He spent the offseason working with Pat Mahomes and supposedly is much better. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's tough to beat at home. I think Pittsburgh drafted extremely well. You know, again, let's see where Kenny Pickett is in year two. I, I, I think it's hard, you know, West Coast to East Coast trips are tough. And then on top of it, you're going into a city, in, you know, into the Steel City and you know, it's going to be fun to watch Joey Porter Jr. come through that, that come out of that tunnel in a Pittsburgh Steeler uniform. So, uh, great game. You're, I agree with you, Mike, but I think Pittsburgh will win this one. We go from that game to another game of the week, Arizona against Washington, Jeff. That's going to be a hell of a game there. Um, I mean, what is the like? What are the Arizona Cardinals? We've actually, for anyone listening to this, we've got an episode on the Pro Football Ireland RSS feed this week, looking at the Cardinals ahead of the new season in detail. Check it out later on this week. And um, there's my advertising slot there, Jeff. But I just, I'm not excited by the by the Arizona Cardinals at all going into this year. I think they'll be picking in the top three to five next year. But then again, they go to Washington, and there's so many question marks around Washington. It's hard to pick this game. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Commanders winning Week One. Well. You know, there's a couple points of, about this game. You know, Ron Rivera's teams typically don't start real well. And, mm. you know, they're at home. That's a plus. I think Arizona is, you know, struggling right now, trying to find an identity, trying to be able to protect their pass or what's going on with D-Hop. I mean, there's so many questions in the, in, their, in the desert. But, you know, if it's close – in the NFL, I think you always go with the home team. And since the commanders are home, I, I think they'll win the game. Now we're getting some spicy ones, right? I promise. 
Uh, last, well, this is this is the this is the late window. I think this game will be in. Well, actually, right now there's a couple of good games here. It depends on last year's form. Green Bay against Chicago. Jordan Love's first game for the Green Bay Packers as a starter, going to Soldier Fields, uh, Soldier Fields, Soldier Field against Justin Fields, with the expectation that everybody has for the Bears and for the NFC North. Could you imagine a situation where Jordan Love goes in four passing touchdowns, three hundred and twenty yards? <laughs> No, I can't imagine, imagine he goes in and does it like huh? I, I could imagine they could go in and win the game. I can't imagine that they'll go in there and, and you know, he'll he'll go crazy like that throwing the football. I think that you're going to see a different kind of Packers attack. They're obviously going to focus more on the run. Uh, they've, I thought, did a great job of replenishing their tight end room and, you know, in the offseason. Um, you know, love just has to not make mistakes. And I think, you know, the, the Packers are going to be better than I think people think they are. And they've got still got that really good defense. Uh, Chicago, you know, is a, is a team that's getting better. I, I, this is an intriguing game. I think this is going to be a real good game. I agree with you. Um, but again, I'm going to take the Bears only because the Bears are at home. If I could go to one game. That week, in terms of atmosphere, that would be it because the Bears, they had the expectations. Finally, Rogers out of that division. the The atmosphere that that week will be electric. I'd, I'd love to go to that. I, I will say, do you remember Week One last year in Chicago, the the rain game, the Niners against the Bears, and the Bears pulled off the upset win, and and well, I would say it went from there, but they didn't. Uh, you know, they didn't really. But let, let's see what happens. And uh, really excited for that game. Uh, Miami, like Miami, going to the Chargers is good because you know we're on the we're, we're on the presumption to uh, is QB one fully fit going up against Justin Herbert. That's a game that shouldn't be in Week One, Jeff. Jeez, that's that's a hell of a game there. A uh, few of these Miami games, even the one in Germany, where you're like happy days, but uh, either two or Herbert's going to lose Week One and have to work from there. Yeah, I think it's uh, you know going to be fascinating to watch these two teams because Herbert's. Now getting to the point where it's week, it's year three, and you know, it's it ought to all start to slow down even more for him. You ought to be, you know, I think really looking forward to seeing him take a step. Um, you know, who the Chargers are, I, you know, you really, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, this is a team that has disappointed, really, frankly, for the last few years. They are talented, um, but they can't seem to get over the hump. Injuries have hurt them. This is, uh, I think, a critical year for their, their coaching staff, too. So, you know, as you go into this first game against a track team, because Miami is maybe the fastest team in the NFL. They have done nothing but got faster in the offseason. Tua has weapons. I think they'll be much better on defense under Vic Fangio. So I think Miami will go to the West Coast, and, and uh, which is a tough travel. But I think they'll go to the West Coast and win. The AFC East this year is so intriguing. It's unreal. Like you've got Owen who's commenting there. Thank, thank you, Owen. Thanks to Fred also watching lads. Packers have a serious receiving core. Uh, absolutely, yeah, that that game's really intriguing. Vegas Denver's intriguing to an extent where Sean Payton's in. What level is Russell Wilson going to be at? How can the Broncos actually get points on the board? Jimmy Garoppolo in Ve- in Vegas. Uh, Tom Brady, apparently part owner. I believe you may have met him at one point uh, in the past, Jeff. Um, that's all TBC, but. Um, that game's in Denver. The Broncos would have, like, you know, like taking the hat off here and all these hats behind me off. They would need to win that game because I think outside of the first five weeks, they have a very difficult schedule. The Raiders will look at that and lick their lips. Let, let's be honest. Jimmy Garoppolo will, will look at that and go, got to win this game. All right. 
what makes this game bigger than anything, Michael? Mm. It's my Raiders <laughs> against, your, against your opponents. Now, I, I tell you, I, I think the Raiders are poised to take a step. How much – this is the big thing, thing to me with, with Las – I can't even call them Las Vegas. I got to call them Oakland. But with the Raiders, this is the big thing. I just – got to see better defense. They got to learn to close games out. They lost so many close games in the fourth quarter last year and their defense collapsed on them too many times. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a significant enough upgrade, you know, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. We'll see. Uh, it, the opening of the Sean Payton era will be fascinating. I think he will, I think he will be a huge, huge difference in Denver. And, you know, Denver's a team that's got some talented football players. So I think Denver will go in and upset Vegas. It's it's intriguing for both teams because, yes, if one of them makes a step up, they're in a division with Herbert and Mahomes, and they have to play those teams twice a year minimum. So it's like, it's it's just hard to see, in my opinion, it's hard to see either making a, like a substantial step, especially when you've got the AFC East that's so stuck. In terms of the playoff wild card implications, time will tell, Jeff. Time will tell. Almost there. Philly, New England. I do you know what? This is this is the hard one because Tom Brady is being honored during this game. I'm nearly certain. I'll just confirm that. But I'm led to believe the home opener is Philly, New England, and Tom Brady is honored by the Patriots. The atmosphere will be electric. Uh, it's a repeat of a Super Bowl from a few years ago, which was an interesting game. You were at that game, Jeff. Yeah, that, that was a good game. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I'm going to tell you something. I, I think Philadelphia will go in there and take care of business. I, I, obviously, they're, I think that's a, Philadelphia could be a, you know, 12 win football team. I really believe that. And, and New England, again, Belichick's way has always been that they use September as the time to really, it's almost an extended training camp. And, you know, to, for them, how much improved will they be on offense? How much will Mac Jones bounce back? Well, you know, uh, they've got a new coaching staff in there on on uh, on offense, and that's the key to me. Mm. The Patri- Patriots will always play good defense, but they you know, they've been just so bad offensively last year that you know the cost you know cost some guys to their jobs, and and uh, you know, Bill O'Brien in there now, I think I think is a much better fit for Mac Jones. Yeah, time will tell on Mac Jones. I'll take the Eagles to win that game. We've got three games left, Jeff. One more in the late slot, and then we'll get some questions, and then we'll get you out of here to get some coffee and get back to training camp. Uh, Rams, Seahawks in Seattle. This is a really strange one because can the Seahawks keep the momentum up? I would say the home atmosphere gets, gets the Seattle Seahawks over the line, but that's a hard start for the Rams. It's a hard start for anyone going to Seattle week one, Jeff. Yeah, it's Seattle any week is tough because that that is one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL. Um, I like the way the Seahawks drafted. I like the way that team's configured. Um, you know, Geno Smith now is there's a lot of film out on him now. What will the Rams be able to do to scheme to stop him? Um, I just you know I think the Rams obviously with Cooper Cup back. You know, with Matthew Stafford healthy again, um, the Rams will be a factor but I don't see him being a force and there's a difference between those two. So um, a trip to Seattle and a win in Seattle in week one for the Rams. I don't think so. Mm. Sunday night football, baby. Dallas giants in New York. Uh, 
day before September 11th, obviously the Jets playing on the on 9-11, the day after. Um, I, this, this intrigues me because you're talking about people watching Geno Smith's tape. Everybody has had seven to nine months of watching Giants tape, especially defensive tape. So it's like, can the Giants come out? Will Daniel Jones be able to put up the same numbers as last year? I really don't know. It is the, For me, it's one of the biggest question marks of the offseason. I can't pick a winner, but I, I'm going to edge Dallas week one. Well, I, 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 I wouldn't say edge. I think Dallas got to be a clear-cut favorite in this one. And, and uh, you know, the Giants were a great story last year. And Brian mm-hmm. Beth did a phenomenal job. You know, Wink Martindale over on the defensive side. They've improved. All right? They have improved their receiver room. They brought in a great corner, which they needed. Um, but I think when you look at the Cowboys – uh, depending on how Pollard comes off that leg, I just think the Cowboys are too talented. The Cowboys defense is outstanding. And, you know, early in the season, I think they're going to lean on that defense till the offense kind of finds out who they are under, you know, Mike McCarthy now is calling the plays. He's not quote, not, I don't know if he has the title of coordinator, but basically he's coordinating the offense. Big pressure on him. The last snap in, in, in San Fran in January was something to behold. So I can't wait to get, I, I, that that game is really intriguing. The, the, the game on Monday Night Football, Jeff, with the Bills and the expectation around Buffalo, like for the last few years, has been immense. But to go in and play Aaron Rodgers in his first game as a New York Jet, Jesus, what a game that is! Uh, Monday Night Football, I have no idea. I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers balls out for the Jets this season. I, I I'll take the Jets winning this game by a field goal at the minute, but um I say the handicap's probably three and a half or six and a half or something. I wouldn't say it's much more than that there. The atmosphere finally for the Jets, Jeff, is gonna be uh it's gonna be electric week one. Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I, I think it'll be obviously great television, great drama, all of that. Um Josh Allen against Aaron Rodgers, you know But let's let's be honest now. We're going to have to find out first who's the Bills' defense going to be. Leslie Frazier is not there anymore. What's the personality of that defense? What's the scheme of that defense? I think that kind of gives the Bills a little bit of an advantage early because, you know, the Jets won't – they won't show anything in preseason, and the Jets will come in not knowing really what what to expect. Aaron, if anybody can adjust in a game, it's Aaron Rodgers to what he's seeing. So – with the expectations in New York, with uh, you know, with all of the hype around Aaron Rodgers, with a, a team that has a very good defense, the question is, are they going to be able to protect Aaron Rodgers? And you're talking about a 40 year old quarterback now, and um, how fired much, up though, Jeff? How much this? I I agree with you. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm I'm really interested to see how in sync that offense will be early in the season, right? How the Receivers will, you know, meld into that whole offense, how they're going to, you know, handle. They've got a good running back. They Again, it's just going to be a fascinating game. I'm going to say that Buffalo comes in and beats them, but it's going to be very close. That's some start, especially with the Dolphins having to go to L.A. as well in that division with the Eagles facing the Patriots. It's all being looked at. Anyway, here, fair play for doing that. I know it's I know it's hard to get the crystal ball. I, I enjoyed that. It was a good crack. Have you got time for questions? I I, I know you're a busy man today. You know, Leeds, Jeff, playing at 1.30 uh, Ireland, UK time in big trouble. I went to Mass this morning and, and did not light a candle for you. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. That's a big game, Jeff. <laughs> Leads are in trouble, Jeff. I mean, that's a whole discussion for a different podcast. I'm sure you'll be watching that with a 
I'm excited this morning. I'm fully confident my my whites will win today and avoid <laughs> relegation. Right? Who is uh, who's Big Sam in the NFL? Do you think Big Sam Allardyce is it? Is it is it Andy Reid? <laughs> oh, Andy Reid's bigger than Sam. I've got a heap of questions. If you want to even give like a, like yeah, a let's, very let's quick answer, it. Jeff, if you're up for, I, I, if you have to jump off, just shout. It's all good. Let's see here. So people are watching live. You can get a comment on YouTube. I'll go to the tweet I put this morning. First off, 49ers Ireland, who I'm presuming are from Ireland. Does Jeff think the running back position is still undervalued in the league? And so will that change anytime soon? I, I don't, I, to me, it's not undervalued, but I think the, the reality of the situation is, it's just, you know, it's not a place where you're going to put a lot of money because there's so many of them out there. It's supply and demand economics and the fact that they get hurt so much, you know, it's, it's a high, you know, high impact position there. Those guys are getting hit all the time. Uh, so very few of them get to their second contract. So, um, you know, I think those are the factors more than a devalued position. A great running back is still a tremendous weapon, especially if he's a guy, you know, uh, that can do more than just carry the football. If he can catch out of the backfield, if you can put him out in the slot and he's a threat that way, if he has returnability, all of that. So um, to me, it's not an undervalued position. Gary Ford from Beaconsfield. How excited are you are, are you to see Bijan at Atlanta? Great to see Manning get picked up by the Niners. You're hoping for big things from your boy from Hawaii. That's from Gary. <laughs> I think Bijan's going to be a, a real weapon. That's that's a team that has the ability to run run some pretty good running backs at you. And if they do, I how, how they're going to handle that? You know, they had a thousand yard rusher last year, and now you bring in a, you know a top twenty draft pick. In, in the draft, well, he's not going to sit on the sidelines. So how are they going to manage the, you know, the backfield? How are they going to manage the, the uh, running back room? You know, who's going to become the lead dog in that battle? It's all fascinating stuff. How, you know, again, a lot of egos involved in that kind of thing. So we'll see how it plays out. All right, two or three left quick ones. Miegger from Ireland. Does Jeff think we'll see more of the Jags playing two games in London going forward? Or is this a once-off? Well, it's a big week, Jeff. It's a big week. Yeah, it is a big week. I think we're going to find out a lot of things about, you know, what's happening in globally with these teams that are now starting to recognize that there are markets out there, untapped markets out there, and I think we're going to see some movement in that direction going forward this week. We'll see what happens. I think they'll play more games the year that the stadium is done up. I think they'll play four in London. Or they'll do they'll do two in Germany, two in London. I also think at some point Ireland will get a game. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, right. How long we've been saying that for? How long now? Right? You've I been ringing believe, the bell, Jeffrey. I still believe that that's going to happen. I, I think that Ireland is one of those untapped markets that we're talking about, where now people are starting to see that there's passionate fans there, and you know a lot of it has to do with the exposure, Mike. Frankly, that you've given to the fans in in Ireland. You guys, you know. The NFL takes notice of these kind of things. And, you know, when the fans are as adamant and, you know, supportive and come to all the events and, you know, the NFL, they know where the money's at, right? They know where the interest is. They know, you know, then they're going to service their fans. I appreciate what you're saying there, Jeff. Thank you very much. I will say for people listening in the UK, I'd love to see him do it in Scotland as a one-off Hamden Park. Two, like one or two good questions. Have you got time? Yeah. Very quickly. Johnny, who is from... Northampton when's the Eagles preview coming <laughs> I think Sydney Brown will make a huge difference this year I think we'll start looking at a team by team thing very soon Johnny Eagles 
are an interesting team going into the year, Jeff. Yeah, high expectations, really talented football team, very confident. Got a, you know, they recognize that they were, you know, very, very close to being world champions last year. I think there's, I think the Eagles are a team on a mission. We got Rory Fitzgerald, who just put a live comment and saying, is there a website that prepares a one-page overview of each team so new followers can get a feel of each team? Rory, I will check that out for you, mate. Um, if I haven't got back to you by Wednesday, at Michael underscore NFL, annoy me on Twitter, you're more than welcome to. And finally, Owen Hurley saying on YouTube, will the league go from thirty six go to 36 teams with franchises from Mexico and Europe getting a franchise? I don't think they will personally. Um, Jeff, you might have a different opinion on that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, the, the commissioner has said he wants to, you know, your EC is a European division. Well, that's going to mean, it's, you know, it's probably relocation for some teams, but I, I don't think you're going to, you know, you're not going to relocate four teams over here. So there probably will be, if that's going to come to pass, there will probably will be international teams. I think you'll have a European team at some point, but it, it will be in the sense of they'll play a few games in London, a game in Madrid, a game in Barcelona, a couple of games in Germany, a game in Dublin, and a game in Paris. And I think that'll be their home slate. I think they'll be based in London or based somewhere in the European Union. And I think they'll then play four games in the US and then back over to Europe. I think that that is what will happen. Um, and I welcome that because you get to see some great teams each year as well that they come over. Jeff, big week, uh, busy week. So this is why we're live here at the minute. We're, we are going to try and get you back on again to do a podcast. I know you spoke to Gus. I really enjoyed that podcast. I know a lot of people did as well. Really enjoying the off-season content with yourself. Um, so I guess we'll sort of play it by year over this week. And worst comes the worst. We can definitely jump on at the same time next Sunday and talk about how Leeds need to win their last game and hope for, uh, hope for <laughs> a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got we got our first preseason game on Saturday against Toronto. So um, mm. That'll be interesting to see. Sunday will be a big day around here because that's the day we cut our football team down. Sad day for a lot of kids. To, you know, um, you know, it's it's never easy when you have to let players go. Um, mm. But um, you know, that's just the nature of the business. And then we're on to the second week, second preseason game, and and the, the season this year. Michael, the and the CFL rather has just announced that they will. There will be live, free live streaming of CFL games internationally as we dip our toe in the global market also. You are so way ahead of me there, Jeff. Do you know why? Because I literally had this here. Look at this. I'm going to put it on the screen right now. There it is. CFL preseason live and CFL Plus. If you want to watch Jeffrey and the lads, do support that, folks, because the... Uh, Obviously, the growth of the game, obviously, in Canada is fantastic. People happen in Canada, but it helps us also. Very best looks to you next week in the preseason. I guess for anyone watching or listening to this, we should have a podcast out next weekend at the very, very least, or at the latest Monday week. But, Jeff, I appreciate your time as always. It's been it's been good fun. Garmy Ogget, as I said, thank you very much. And uh, I'll text you the lead score at 2 o'clock. Yeah? All right. Aloha. See you later. Aloha. Aloha.